0: They talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness. They talking all of they talking all of they talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness. They talking all of they talking all of they talking
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. I am Ron Paschery, columnist for TJRWrestling.net. I'm here once again with my good friend Ek2Fly, Eric Trembicki. And we are also joined by Mr. Wednesday Night Live, Alo Aaron Lloyd, hailing from Helsinki, Finland, our resident European champion. Those are the co-hosts of Matt Madness' evening, the best wrestling podcast on the market right now.
0: With the best friends?
1: Yes. Let's face it, we're not Stone Cold Steve Austin. Goddamn! But if if you're like us, you only listen to Stone Cold Steve Austin's podcast when he has a good guest on. We're not Chris Jericho. Point. But you probably only listen to the Chris Jericho podcast when he has a good guest on. We're not Colt Cabana. We're not Jim Ross. But again, you probably only listen to those shows when they have a good guest. When you listen to Matt Madness, you're just listening to Matt Madness. It has nothing to do with a guest on the show. And if you are, it's because our guests are you. So there you go. Matt Madness, best wrestling podcast out there. Anyone want to disagree? Not me. Is there a better podcast, ALO, than the Matt Madness wrestling podcast? Of course not. All right. I didn't think so. Uh, So, we're leading into No Mercy, the second SmackDown-specific pay-per-view. Main event, Triple Threat Match, much like No Mercy 2001, which will be...
0: No DQ. Yes. Triple
1: Threat. Yes. Who reviewed that? I believe Matt Madness reviewed it. I believe it will be available to you sometime in the next couple weeks, so keep an eye out for Throwback Madness for No Mercy 2001. But... AJ Styles defending his WWE World Championship against John Cena going for his 16th World Title reign, and Dean Ambrose, the Lunatic Fringe, trying to win back the title that he believes AJ Styles stole from him. ALO, how do you feel about this match being the main event of No Mercy and how they've built it up over the last few weeks?
2: Well, I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm way more excited for this, then Backlash, because I told you Backlash, the bill was horrible. We didn't want yeah. to watch it. I, I was excited from the, for rapid right, right Backlash and I'm excited for it because they, they didn't waste any time with these stories. My problem with this is 9.50. <laughs> it's like these guys, these guys have to come out and rush. Because it's not like Raw, you can go 15 minutes over. Yeah. 10 o'clock, moral still yeah, talking. It is and they, over it's it over. <laughs> so that's my only problem. But I think that it, it hammered down the point. Cena comes, Cena comes out, AJ says, shut up, don't even talk, hey, Cena didn't even speak yet, and I thought AJ
1: did a great job, and then Ambrose comes. That was one of my favorite, favorite things of this whole build, because that was one of my favorite things back before SummerSlam, when Cena goes on that eight minute rant, and it comes back to AJ who says, "I knew that's what you were gonna say, John." And I love this before he could even talk. Shut up! Yeah. For once in your life, could you just shut up? I thought that was awesome.
2: Yeah. So um, I like AJ talking about you shouldn't be worried about Tyreek record, You would be worried about AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. And then Ambrose comes in and says, "Shut up, to Cena too." And Ambrose yeah. hammers down his, his point. The only, the only reason, the only reason Cena's here, is politi- your, your political saying you, you can't. Says what? Cena can't work out, work me when you're flying around in your jet. Mm-hmm. I, I'm here all the time and stuff like that. Great heat to the feud, and I'm just so excited for the match. And even they even hammered down. They got right to the point. They got physical to end the show, which I thought they needed mm-hmm. needed to do.
1: Yeah, all all three guys got to look like they came out on top yeah. at one point or another. And Eck, right before, before I turn it to you, one of the things I said after SummerSlam, I believe, is that I feel like they are trying to blur the lines a little bit, where you might think. These guys are shooting, like the whole Brock Lesnar busting open Randy Orton. People in that arena left not knowing. Chris Jericho even thought maybe Brock Lesnar went into business for himself. Uh, we had the talking smack promo with The Miz where people were like, oh my God, Like he really came at Daniel Bryan. I think they're trying to blur these lines. And this is, and I don't know if you've noticed this, a lot of the stuff between AJ Cena and Ambrose it's like a lot of really like personal stuff mm-hmm. that they're coming after each other about, and it's almost like the you know real life
0: you know story between them. You
1: know they're bringing
0: up Cena not being there. They're bringing up him wrestling part time. They're bringing up each other's past. They're they're going right to it.
1: Do you, do you like it being that it. way? I love it. You know the
0: the only issue, and kudos to them for what they've done mm-hmm. for with the two hour show. And really, a two week build because it goes right from backlash to this is where we're going. Mm -hmm. I I love that they're doing the focus on it, and I I love that it's ending physical because it it breaks my heart that the raw universal title we're not getting to see, you know them get as physical as these guys are getting, and they have a shorter time period. Yeah, Uh, you know I love what they're doing with it. It really, you know, not just to to dive into a prediction, but, it, you know, naturally I just want to think, okay, AJ's going to hold the title,
1: but they're doing the a good job at building that any guy has a chance. Which is exactly what you want to do. 100%. I mean, I guess there are some guys that are kind of always going to go in and you always think they're going to win no matter what, but those guys are, like, few and far between. Mm-hmm. So I like that these three guys, every one of them kind of has a claim to it. And everyone has, you know, you believe, honestly, could walk away with it. Uh, But I like how personal it's gotten. And, you know, Cena calling out, you know, Stone Cold was right to call out Dean Ambrose. Uh, AJ, everything he says to John Cena. Uh, Ambrose telling AJ, like, you only have that belt because you stole it from me. And when you steal from me, like, I'm going to be your worst enemy. They're all kind of attacking each other. And I think he even told AJ, like, you took the easy way out. You did all this all over the world, won all these championships. You get here, and you have a chance to do it here, and you took the easy way out, and you cheated. Um, I like the way this story's been built. I love all three guys. Um, I do think I'm pretty certain who is going to win, but I do like that they've made a case for everybody who's there. And my favorite line was AJ telling Cena... Like, you chase history, I make history. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. Because he is, he's chasing that 16th world title, whereas AJ's saying, basically, I'm making history right now. The first guy ever to be the TNA world champion, the New Japan world champion, and the WWE world champion. He doesn't plan on losing it anytime soon. Um, ending was great. Uh, any other thoughts anybody has on this feud? Not the moment, no. Nothing. Not at the moment. I'm looking forward to the match. So, Ek, you decide you think AJ's going to win. That's your prediction. Yeah.
0: I, my prediction's uh, definitely going to be Styles retains. And Alo? I think Styles retains because in this situation, even though AJ's a champion,
2: he's kind of in the shadows in this mm-hmm. situation. This the story is mainly between Cena and Ambrose. I think those two get heated heated with each other. I think AJ steals a win when those two get heated. When some, maybe I I could probably I don't think Cena's taking the pinfall. Possibly. So I could see Ambrose hitting dirty, and then AJ coming out nowhere, hitting a Styles clash or rolling them up, possibly. Something that you would hate. But yeah. <laughs> it would be a way to further that story because I'm, mm-hmm. sure right. um, I'm not sure what's going to happen with Cena because I know he has to fulfill American grit. And I'm not sure what's going to go on with Dean Ambrose. But if, if they need to, they can go back to that Ambrose, that Ambrose Styles match because it, it, it'll be by roll up and not just by pinfall.
1: Okay, I also think AJ Styles is going to win, so it's a clean sweep across the board. And then one quick question for both of you guys. We don't have to spend a lot of time on this. AJ Styles is obviously a heel. We remember when Seth Rollins was a heel champion. He held on to the belt for seven months, but he lost almost every non-title match he was in. He lost every week on Raw. He was made to look like a fool almost every time he was out there. Well, AJ doesn't have matches. Right. Do, Do either one of you believe that AJ... And Eric, you can answer this first. Do you believe AJ Styles will be... somewhat of a dominant champion, like where he's going to have a long run and look like he deserves it. I'd hope so. I'd hope they
0: were smart enough to realize the mistake they did with Rollins. And aside from just the mistake they did with Rollins, I hope they're smart enough to look at Rollins has a good bit more youth to him Mm -hmm. than AJ does. And I think they could have looked at it like, okay, this is his first title reign. He can take these losses and he can make up for it later. Where AJ... His time is right
1: now. Right.
0: Every match matters. Every title defense matter. Every title match matters. You know, he probably only has... Uh, I think he only wants to be out there for like two more years or so.
1: Makes sense. I mean, he's 38, I believe. He may even be 39 or about to be 39. So, if he's still in his prime, quote-unquote, he's not going to be for too much longer. Uh Alo, you think that we're going to get a dominant AJ Styles title run? A long run or... Do you think he'll be sort of like Seth Rollins?
2: I hope he's booked like Seth Rollins. <laughs> the
1: thing is, he doesn't wrestle on
2: TV like that. Like that, SmackDown is a, a, um, a shorter show, but I really, we really see the guy hardly wrestle. So I hope. He, so hope, well, we know he'll. We know he'll look strong on the mic, but it's just like when he has these matches because he's not doing anything on TV. Like I said, we don't see him till what 9:45 in, mm-hmm. in the show. You gotta get this guy on TV. He's the champion
1: now. So back in the day, you didn't used to see the title ever defended you know outside of a big event like back in the hogan days and all that you rarely saw that on like a regular like saturday night main event or whatever um and even the early days of raw that really didn't start till wcw started doing that on nitro do you think there's a chance that they make the title more important if you're only seeing the guy who holds it rarely on your weekly show that's their perspective and how they see it. It's but like, do you think it doesn't work that way? Or I don't like
2: it that way because I think he's a champion. He needs to be, like, depending on what he's doing to make, you need to know it's the main story. So have an ongoing thing throughout the night because even when Roman Reigns is a champion, you only see Roman Reigns once in a night. It's like, okay, where's Roman Reigns? Where's the progression to this story? Same thing with this. Same thing with this. You see, you don't see these guys to 945 and you're, and you're trying to sell a pay-per-view match. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I understand showing your guy, to t- to end the night, but at least show them backstage. I, like this, this 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 few would help having just having stuff backstage. We could see them for a minute or two doing interviews with, with um with Renee or whoever's back whoever's back there, or just doing interaction with, others, with having them interact with other superstars. Like when AJ Rendon was in, you guys, that was awesome. Just, right. It it just progresses each superstar as a character, mm-hmm. and they could do things like that can happen
1: and improve yeah. the product. Uh, Eric, do you feel like? It does a service to the title if you're not seeing it defended on SmackDown every week or on Raw every week. If it's not being defended,
0: I think that, as much as I, I'm one of the first people to gripe and say that.
1: I mean, I know you love titles being defended, but.
0: I, I, I think they should be, but also it's one of those things, and I think you're almost getting to this. We don't even really, or Aloe was at least saying, you don't even really see AJ Styles in non title matches. Mm-hmm. So I do think it's a disservice to an extent to the champion. If there's two shows between... Well, no, I guess there's technically four SmackDowns between pay mm-hmm. And if he wrestles out one or none, it's a disservice to him. It's a disservice to the fans. It's a disservice to the both. Yeah, I, I do. That's my opinion.
1: Okay. I mean, I think we're kind of all in agreement there. Um, I guess there there's kind of a tough... Lying to straddle sometimes but I mean
0: I guess there's an extent uh, exception If you're a champion like Brock Lesnar
1: And you get to do whatever you want <laughs> But not everybody's Brock Lesnar <laughs> Thank god <laughs> Uh A-Lo, The Miz and Dolph Ziggler Heading into No Mercy For their Intercontinental Championship Versus Career Match We got a Miz TV segment With the Dolphumentary Entitled so, The Success of a Failure So good I actually, know you liked it. I actually
2: got mad at certain points. <laughs> it's like they booked him so yeah. bad.
1: I uh they did. Uh, I I knew you would like this this segment, Eric. How did you feel about the Dolphumentary on Ms. TV, The success of a failure.
0: I thought it was well done. I mean, I was if the, the fact that they brought the Spirit Squad, I was a little disappointed. They couldn't, they
1: couldn't get, <laughs> get off, the whole gang but. back together. <laughs> they need a scene of approval for Kenny
2: Dykstra. <laughs> I don't know if you got. Do you know the story behind that? No. Okay, so we all know Mickey James has, you know, ran around the block mm-hmm. a couple of times. So Kenny Dykstra was engaged to Mickey James. And then at this time, they were saying why they were engaged and Mickey James was fooling around. Mm. So the thing, the rumor going run, going backstage is that Cena got Kenny Dykstra fired.
1: Hmm. Sounds like not too far out of the realm of what we hear about other guys.
2: Yeah, and then. According to Cena, Mickey James went psycho over him and that's why she got released. Hmm.
1: That's according to Cena?
2: According to Backstage. Oh, okay. Because Mickey James, she was on Russo's podcast, she even addressed it. She said, I don't think John got me fired. Yeah. But they were she's like, We were a thing, but I kinda don't really know what we were.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um I like the segment. I like the idea of it. Like and who else would do that but the Miz? Like I'm going to make a documentary making fun of you. Um I love that he told Dolph, if my career was half as embarrassing as yours, I would have retired years ago. (laughs) Um, He gets beat down by the Spirit Squad for a little bit, turns the tables. Miz comes after him. He chases Miz out of the ring exactly as a heel would do, roll out of the ring as fast as he can. I'm honestly, and I would have never thought I would have said this, like if you told me three months ago you're going to see Dolph Ziggler and The Miz have like four matches in the course of six weeks, I probably would have just rolled my eyes. But I'm honestly really excited for this match. Eric, are you excited?
0: Excited to see Ziggler win this IC title back, yeah.
1: Are you convinced that Ziggler's going to win this IC title back? Yeah, I'm not reading the dirt sheets. (laughs) Well, dirt sheets saying he could win or he could lose. (laughs) So all the options That's great reporting <laughs> yeah. He could win He could lose It could be a non-finish could be a DQ yeah. <laughs> well, If it's a DQ he's a,
0: he's, He loses, right? Oh, uh, like Miz could get DQed Miz keeps the belt And he stays I, don't.
1: I guess I don't, I don't think that's how it would work though. I think he probably has to win the title Or well, he retired
0: I think we said this last time I was hoping they'd add another stipulation to the match yeah. But it doesn't look like it is a gimmick uh, No, I, I have a nitpick
1: Okay
2: Okay, so this is for your career. The reasons you lost the first two matches were because Maurice got involved. So if this is for your career, Maurice doesn't have to be involved. I'm not saying that it, at back at um, No Mercy that before the match, Brian can say Maurice is banned from ringside, which it could be a Daniel Bryan thing because mm-hmm. they, they have been having interactions before yeah. Miz goes out to the ring. Because I think that 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 needs to be happen. Be, happen and be addressed, because she's the reason that he's lost the last two Intercontinental matches. She's spreading with the Mace, and the second time she left the Mace, and Mace is able to pick it up and spread Dolph in right. the face. So, I think that needs to be addressed, because this is for your career. So, you need no no involvement
1: from out, or outside interference. Um, so, Eric, I have your prediction. You think Dolph is going to win? Yeah, I can't see him going anywhere. Um, Alo, your prediction?
2: I, I'm going to pick Dolph, because... M- Mid, um, Dolph hasn't got anything on Ziggler. I mean, um, Miz this whole time. It's always been the Miz on top over Dolph Ziggler, humiliating Dolph Ziggler the whole the, the entire time. I wouldn't be shocked if Miz did win, even though he said he wouldn't bring him back. But I could see him pandering to the crowd and saying, "Oh yeah, I." I I I beat, I got your I got your favorite Dolph Ziggler out of this match. I, I mean out of this company, and then possibly bring him some do something similar like bring him back, or something like that. But something I can see is if Maurice doesn't get banned from ringside, I can see Miz cheating again, and then Brian restarting the match, and Dolph winning that way. I do oh, yeah. think Dolph wins
1: this match. I think Dolph wins as well. I'd be surprised if he didn't. Um, be pretty disappointed if he doesn't. My hope is that he does win this match, and they do, they find something to do with him. Because he belongs there. He obviously, his matches He's going
0: to a winning streak. Defend the title every week.
1: Why not? Do, do you think this ultimately leads to Ziggler having a bigger role in the future, or do you think it'll be the same old thing?
2: I hope so, because after this match, you know, Miz, if, if, say, Dolph wins, you know Miz is going to have to get a rematch. He's yeah. like, okay, so... What are you, you going to do then? What are you going to do then? And then if 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 Dolph does win and he's done with Miz, it's like okay, what do you do with Dolph now? Yeah, like who's Dolph going to face? You just, you don't you have no heels. We saw him face Baron Corbin already. We don't need to see that again.
1: Who's, no, we don't. Please who's, don't. Yeah, who's Dolph going to face? <laughs> Wait, you guys still don't like Baron Corbin? I'm fine with Baron Corbin. Corbin just, I just don't need to see Ziggler and Corbin anymore. Um, the pure wrestler match, remember that? The, oh, God. That, well, that was one of my favorite things Ziggler <laughs> ever did. He put on the headgear and just kicked him in the nuts. It was hilarious. Small
0: quick story. Yeah. Um. Remember when SmackDown was in Philly a couple weeks ago? Mm-hmm. A buddy of mine met uh, Baron Corbin at LA Fitness. No,
1: oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Actually, I thought
0: the, the highlight of the story for me, you know, we're, we're drinking a couple beers and he's telling me this. Is this a friend I've met or no? Um... Joey's younger brother. I don't know if you met him. No, I haven't. Now, thing I love about this, uh, Joey's brother Sean. He's the man. Solid, solid dude, mm-hmm. cool guy, funny, and um, he's not like your ideal gym guy. Mm-hmm. He's just a strong, strong dude. Yeah. But you know, he's um, he's rounder. But I mean, <laughs> the guy can press with his legs close to like a thousand pounds. Could probably do like one rep, like a grand. Wow. So. Him and a buddy of his A buddy's a smaller guy But he's in real good shape They're at the gym Talking, talking shit to each other mm-hmm. Back and forth, back and forth the guys, um, Sean's telling him oh, You can't put five up Alright, so the guy puts a couple reps of five up the guy keep, They keep going back <laughs> and forth The guy ends up getting to like 600 pounds And uh, Sean's laughing at him when he's struggling with it <laughs> So the guy's like You can't do it Sean, with no hesitation, is like I'll do 650 goes puts six fifty up, does five of them. So guys like that, that's the same. So he goes he's like uh he puts puts seven hundred on it. he's like I can I can do three. So he goes to press the three Baron Corbin's walking around the gym, (laughs) meanwhile. And, you know, he sees him, but he doesn't want to be a mark and go up to him, and he's already a fan of him. (laughs) So I'm like, yo, so he's telling me the story, and, like, meanwhile, he's telling me this, and he's like, meanwhile, Baron Corbin's walking around the gym, and, uh, you know, there's obviously a couple people there that know who he is, and a couple people can just tell, you know, the guy's pretty tall, but of tattoos. Obviously, he's somebody. Mm -hmm. So, while... Sean and this guy, they're talking shit to each other with a decent bit of body. Yeah. Eventually Sean's going to do the press. He does one, he goes for the second, and he as he's struggling to put up the second, Baron Corbin walks up to him, taps his check, starts cussing at him and says, Get it. <laughs> goes, presses the second, presses the third, and he says, Fuck three, get five. <laughs> presses through, get five, and he gets down the store and he's like He's like, man, Eric, I thought I was going to do one at seven. Baron Corbin got me to do one <laughs> <laughs> at one. And I'm just sitting there and I'm just like, this is so fucked up. And I was like, so wait a minute. You've ruined the story. <laughs> like, How did I ruin the story? I'm like, so it's one thing that is kind of cool. You didn't want to be mm-hmm. a mark. You saw Baron Corbin and you're like, you didn't want to go say hi or take a picture. He's like, yeah. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, but you're telling me the guy motivates you mm-hmm. while you're at the gym and you, and he even says to you do you know who I am and you says yeah i know who you are i'm a fan
1: <laughs> and you don't ask for a picture what the hell? and baron corbin is that the baby face baron corbin <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so, so the thing that the I was surprised the thing i was surprised about
0: it is just because like i didn't watch the full thing of um Breaking, uh, breaking ground. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, everyone says how Baron Corbin's kind of like a dick backstage. And I'm sitting here. And I'm like, my boy Sean's not like the ideal like gym figure. Yeah, and Corbin's interacting with him and motivating mm-hmm. him. That's awesome. No, that's like, like a I already liked cool him, guy. and I'm am t- telling Sean this like we're, we're sitting at the bar, and I'm like, you don't understand how great this is. Like my podcast, everyone there makes fun of me for mm-hmm. liking him. We I did. Like, I like him more now. Oh, you guys used to trash me on it, and then a couple weeks later, you're like, oh, Aaron is not bad. I'm like, oh,
1: when when, he got, when he got to the main roster, got to the main roster. Oh, <laughs> it's true. But I will put you over. You were on on board with that at least. Three months before we were. Yeah. If not more. So I'll give you your, your credit where it's due. Um, and, and credit to my man Sean for pumping that eight. Yes. Thank you, Sean, for giving, for, for giving us that story and congratulations for getting the job done. Uh, women's division, women's championship. Becky defending her title against Alexa Bliss. Alexa's been a great heel through this whole run up. Becky is maybe outside of Bailey, like one of the purest baby faces that they have in either roster. Um, I don't know. I I think this is going to be a really good match. I think it should be. Alexa has kind of been getting the better of of Becky the last few weeks, which makes sense. Um, but I loved in that tag match when Alexa hit the Twisted Bliss just how mean she was yeah, so she with the cover arm, the arm, arm on the face, the face awesome i that's like one of my favorite it aspects is. of her is like i think i said this before she's like so little mm-hmm. but she carries herself like such a badass that you don't realize how little she is small but fierce yeah <laughs> um i think she's transitioned beautifully from NXT to the main roster better than most people do and i thought they they were calling her up a little early i didn't I think I wanted to see her get like an actual run in NXT. Yeah, I thought she deserved it, um, but obviously there were reasons why they didn't do that. Are you, Need Eric? Depth. Yeah. Are you, are you happy with the way Alexa has transitioned to SmackDown, and are you enjoying this feud between Alexa? and I Becky? think kind of exactly what you were saying. I at the time I thought she was coming up early.
0: I thought they think they're doing the right thing with the feud. It also made sense to put Becky immediately with. Excuse me. Something fresh, just showing how you know SmackDown is the land of opportunity. Mm-hmm. That you know um, Becky Becky didn't win an NXT Women's title. She didn't win a Divas title. She didn't win the Resurrected Women's title. And then she's the first champion. She was the perfect one for it. And you know, at some point, maybe some of these vets like Naomi, uh, Natalia. Uh, Nikki, they may get some runs with the title. So it makes sense, instead of squashing them, why not squash someone new that can rebuild their self later?
1: Yeah, uh, kind of to the point you made about, um, who was it we were just talking about? Oh, AJ. Yeah. Like you were saying, Seth Rollins, they figured, okay, he might not need a dominant title run because he'll get his chances over the course of probably the next 10 years exactly. to make up for it. Um, ALO. I know you're a big uh, big fan of women's wrestling. I know you're a big fan of both of these women. Do you like what they're doing with this storyline? Do you like where it's going?
2: Yeah, they, they, they the thing with SmackDown, since it's a shorter show, you have to alternate your time. And um, a couple weeks ago, when they had their contract signed. That was awesome. Even last week when um, Alexa attacked mm-hmm. Becky, Becky before her so-called match against nobody. Yeah. <laughs> that was fine. And Uncle Teddy... Made an appearance, made a tag team match mm-hmm. again. But I've been fine. I've been fine with a few. You know, I'm a big fan of Alexa Bliss. I'm, I'm excited because in NXT she wasn't in a prime position. Like it was the four horsemen and er, four horsewomen and everybody else. Yeah. So, when, so- when, all, when three of them went up, Alexa was kind of elevated as a top competitor in the, in the women's division, and she got her matches with Bailey. But that was probably the only, only real lengthy match she really ever had. And I don't know if you saw talking smack, but Daniel Bryan challenged. Becky and Alexa to have a better match here in Charlotte. And,
1: I did see that. And Loved that.
2: I don't think that'll happen because the thing with Sasha and, and Charlotte is all emotion. The emotion is there. In a situation, Alexa and Becky, the emotion isn't there yet. Maybe down the road it can it, it can be, but right now, no. But I'm excited for the match because I want to see Alexa Bliss in a prime position to succeed. And I think this match, will get the time after Daniel Bryan Brian lay that Easter egg about, I want you guys to top Sasha,
1: Sasha yeah. and Charlotte. I agree with you that the emotion isn't there. Honestly, I don't know when a women's match is going to come along where you'll get the emotion you'll get from Sasha and Charlotte or Sasha and Bailey, because it's hard to come by. They just happen to have come up together. They had a lot of classic matches together back in NXT. Now they're on the main roster and they have all that history and they all have chemistry. Yeah, Alexa and Becky don't have that build up with them. But I do think this is going to be a great match. A classic heel, a classic baby face. So you have that story. You know, everybody wants to cheer for Becky. Uh I feel like even Alexa's one of those heels that for the most part people like. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any chance that Alexa beats Becky? Zero. Zero? Heck? No. no. None?
2: Yeah. She has beat thing that she has beat Becky in the past and they've addressed that, but not,
1: not she's not gonna win the title. So Predictions for this? Aloe, you're going with Becky. Becky.
0: I, think we're, I think we're all going to say Becky.
1: Becky, I'm going with Becky as well. I'm, at, I'm actually really looking forward to this. I think it's going to be a fun match, and uh, I think it's a good. This is her first defense yeah. on a on a pay per view, right?
2: Well, defend, first defense in, in in general.
1: Okay, yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be really good. Uh, tag team titles also on the line. Uh. Beauty and the Man Beast, Slater and Rhino <laughs> against the Usos. Steel heels.
0: Haven't heard you
1: do the who.
2: I <laughs> did a couple weeks ago with TJ with TJ Hookins. You did.
1: <laughs> I don't know. There's really a whole lot to talk about here because I feel like did they really even build this? No.
2: You on, like, honestly, this I put this in my notes. You will forget that Rhino and Slater are actually the tag champions because they didn't build off the momentum of what they did when they went on their road to win the tag titles like we got so much story and now we don't get any, st- we haven't gotten any story at all. It's like, mm-hmm. they, won, they won the titles and they defended it, um, the, the, the show after that against Ascension. After that, you don't really see, see them. And the they're
0: che- a team and he's running around with music saying he's a one-man <laughs> band. And like,
2: the only thing you really got was the cheeses, but they didn't progress anything that made us like them, like, like, uh, you didn't get any progression with Beulah or anything with his kids. Like, you saw him get his double, his double, his pool, but mm-hmm. then you didn't get any progression with things that we liked, the Beulah stuff, the kids stuff. Right. It's not like, like, they could have took advantage of this, like, the Jamie Noble, when he won the Cruiserweight title, when he was playing the Trailer Park Trash mm-hmm. thing with Nidia. Like, well, listen,
0: freaking 14, 16 years later, he's still living in a trailer park I know. <laughs> I know. That's something.
2: But, like, that was a great thing, because that was an ongoing thing. Like, every week, like, he would always buy Nidia new clothes. He would always enhance his trailer. Like, they actually sold it, it was actually a thing. And... That's what they should have. That's what they could have took advantage of, but they didn't in the situation. So, let's say I forgot they were the champions. I don't even care about them anymore at, the, at this point. The only, yeah. like, the only thing I like about them is the shirt, a <laughs> like, kid's shirt. Yeah. So they they haven't done a good job on that, and it just feels like okay, we're done with them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at, I know. Yeah, I was just gonna say nobody was more happy for Rhino than you were. I just feel bad for him. I mean, the, you know, for the
0: blessed people that get to listen to the uh back madness mm-hmm. uh, back during the alliance. Reiner's running around wearing an ECW shirt uh, Then eventually he did get his own shirt He came back for NXT a year ago Russell's in an NXT shirt Now he's back, he's a tag champion And no disrespect to the breast cancer But he's wearing a breast cancer awareness shirt He doesn't have his theme music His partner has a theme music For the both of them Where he says he's a one man band I mean it's just, it's kind of a discredit I just feel like they're wasting him
1: uh, yeah, I wouldn't disagree with that. And I, I was actually thinking about that watching on Tuesday, is we were all, like I said, you more than anybody, we're all excited for Rhino, you the most out of the three of us. Um, and yeah, they just haven't paid it off for him at all. It's like they, they the story ended when he won the title. Yeah. They, they that. didn't, they didn't do anything. So. I really hope he becomes the uh, governor of Michigan. That'd be pretty cool. Who sells good heels though? They are good they're heels. Great
0: What were they wearing? Sky Steppers? What are they I have things? no idea what those were. I think they were
1: skysteppers. Yeah. <laughs> Healing it up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, prediction, a Usos. Ek. Us. Usos as well. I think it's the only thing that makes sense.
2: Angel's so mad they don't do the Steve Bataille anymore. She's
1: so <laughs> mad. Poor Angel.
2: She was so mad. She loves She loves um the good one. The one that's married to Naomi. The yeah, I good never one. know which one. Yeah.
1: Bitch. Jimmy... Right side or left side? Yeah,
2: Jimmy... The, the good one. We'll put it that uh, way. What,
0: what makes him good? I think it's Jay. The one that's married to Naomi. What makes him good? Because he's married to Naomi? Well, he ha- he has charisma.
1: Yeah, he does have more, a little more charisma. Yeah. Um, Wait,
0: is the other one doing Tamina? Mm-mm. Okay.
1: They're related. Yeah. Yeah, they're not yeah. from West Virginia like Slater. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird. Oh, heard. <laughs> um... No American Alpha on this pay-per-view, right? Again. So it's the first two pay-per-views. No American Alpha. That your hot young tag team is not on the show. Kind of weird. Have, you'll, you'll
0: have them next month challenging for the tag titles. I hope so. I hope so.
1: I mean, it'd be about time. Uh, Bray and Randy Orton. Uh. The one thing, again, I'll give WWE credit for is this is a story they've told throughout the course of the show. Like it, It cropped up. You had a beginning, a middle, and an end to it. Um, they're doing it,
0: but they're doing it on the wrong person. I know you just wrote an article about
1: Bray. Mm-hmm. Randy Orton is a better Bray Wyatt than Bray Wyatt. Well, th- that's my problem. <laughs> is you have something in Bray Wyatt.
0: Yeah, great like, rain tech. I'm uh, um, just kidding.
1: <laughs> you have something there. That's It's a good character. He's different. Uh, he's bringing something new to the table. One, you're having Randy Orton pretty much win the part of this battle that Bray should be winning. And I really, I don't know what they're doing. That, maybe this, this could be a good thing in that nobody knows what the hell is going on. Like when everything started going backwards two weeks ago and when Randy was wearing the mask. Commentary didn't mention it. I didn't know what the hell happened. and I assume nobody does. They didn't even address it this week. This week, they didn't talk about it. Now, he's talking to Sister Abigail in that little locker, and then he disappeared with the door still locked. It never been opened. I have no idea what's happening. I wish he stayed in there. We're going to have to have the match. <laughs> well, do, do we get Sister Abigail?
2: Well, four years ago he said, well, three or four years ago, he said she was dead, but
1: we forgot about that, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason, and the, this is my main reason for thinking that has to happen, is now he doesn't have Rowan, so he's got. There's no Wyatt family left. One of them's on Raw. Two of them are out injured. I feel like he needs something and like somebody with him. Like that, if that's your character, that you're this cult leader that you get people to follow you, you need people following you. If you don't have that, you're it kind of takes away who you're supposed to be. Um I feel like they're wasting Bray Wyatt. Like I don't. I, I he might he's getting dangerously close to a point where I agree. I don't know how you fix it now.
2: I agree. He lost the Kane again. I agree. Like I might not like the Bray Wyatt in the ring, but I think he's terrible. But um, as a character, pro wrestling is about pro, pro wrestling is about characters. So you have an intriguing character you can actually do something with because the character the character <laughs> can prog- progress you in this company, and they do nothing with him. I I only remember him winning twice all year.
1: Yeah. Same here. So, Eric, do you at least agree that he's a character that they should be doing something with? I do, but I just feel like he's
0: too fragile.
1: Like he's he's going to get hurt?
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know. I mean, maybe that is what it is. That was, like, the big thing with Daniel Bryan. Maybe that is what they're thinking. We can't trust him to be healthy for a long period of time. But do you remember how the crowd reacted when he eyed up the title, when Triple H was yeah, holding say, it,
2: the crowd they love Bray Wyatt. Remember that Summer Slam? The guys they kept talking about Bray Wyatt, who's a beast in the ring. But I was wanting to yell at him. <laughs> I was kind of like, what are you talking about? What are you watching? But I was like, but I was just like, everybody loves Bray Wyatt. They love. They see the potential in the character because he's so different. People, like he comes out with the fire, with the um, the lights on the phone, mm-hmm. with the fireflies. Everybody's everybody's participating. People want. People love Bray Wyatt. They want to cheer Bray Wyatt. They want to see him Husky win. Harris. They always, they always, yeah, they always say, "Why isn't Husky Harris on the card? Why isn't he wrestling? Why is he wrestling?" We don't want him the wrestle, but put the guy on TV, he does nothing. I agree. Like he lost, he's lost to Kane twice. I would think him losing to Kane again means he's going to win, but I'm not even sure because I would have him win.
1: I would too, especially based on the way that the lead up has gone. If you're trying to make it look like Randy's getting the better of him, it makes sense to have Bray win. Also, if you're going to introduce Sister Abigail, you can't introduce her and then he loses. Like, I feel like then you're just wasting, like, a big opportunity. So... What do you guys think about the
0: tease about Sister Abigail? Sister Abigail, I knew you'd come. Do you think
1: that they're... I mean, has Matt Hardy tweeted about it yet? <laughs> I'm sure he has.
2: Broken Bray.
1: <laughs> Broken Bray. Um... Yeah, I guess there's not a whole lot else to talk about.
2: I'm here, Matt,
1: Eric? Randy Orton or Bray Wyatt? Orton. Because Orton's challenging AJ next for the title. Alo?
0: Yeah, hey, You can't pick Bray Wyatt on the show, so I just go Randy Orton. He should
1: win. Bray should win. But I'm going Randy Orton. I'm going to pick Bray out of pure hope. <laughs> but I don't necessarily think that's the way that that is going to go down. But that that's what I hope happens. I'm going to pick it. Bray Wyatt. Um, Nikki and Carmella, do you think that'll be a pre show match? No, it's on the card. It is on the we, card. We, we have the other two pre show matches already. What are the two pre show matches?
2: Swagger and Corbin are going to get a rematch. And Mr. The inspirational Baron yeah. Corbin against <laughs> the old American American oh, Hawkins. Swag. Kane and the great Kurt, the horrible Kurt Hawkins. Oh, it
1: is Kane? Yes. Yeah. That's it, official. Kane?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Huh. That's interesting. Um,. Nikki what and Carmella.
0: When did they announce it was Kane? I saw it on
1: Instagram last night. It was Kane and Curt Hawkins. Yeah, I looked last night and I didn't see anything on... Uh, so Kane Wikipedia goes from and beating Bray beating on
0: Smackdown. SmackDown to doing Curt Hawkins. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, right. Sounds over that, about right. Gotta
2: put over that young upstart Kane.
1: Yeah, <laughs> always. Uh, Nikki and Carmella. This is another one where Carmella, I thought, was coming up too soon. I thought she was being brought up In not the best situation for herself. Um, And it kind of panned out that way her first few weeks on TV. She was getting no reaction at all. People did not care. Great heel turn. Now that she's a heel and she is just ruthless with Nikki Bella, the crowd has turned on her a little bit. She's done a lot of good heel work. Um, Actually has made me a little bit excited for a Carmella match and a Nikki Bella match. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious Nikki's gonna win because Carmella has pretty much been getting the upper hand in every turn. Um, but I, I actually like what they're doing with Carmella a lot, uh, and she's not saying a whole paragraph worth of stuff on her way to the ring anymore.
2: Yeah, she didn't. I like even. Um, she was even embracing the moonwalk as a
1: heel move. Apparently, it's yeah. a heel thing. like she was,
2: um, getting doing waving her hands, getting heat from the crowd while doing the moonwalk. I did like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think she's growing into the role of a heel. And Eric, you agree with that? You feel I feel like she has been the same? Yeah, I I d I didn't
0: necessarily dislike her. I don't want to say I didn't care for her, but you know, when she Enzo and Cass left her down in NXT, I just I really thought she was gonna go stagnant and I think she's excuse me, taking uh being a heel by storm. I mean, um Sadly, it looks like Emma's going to get repackaged, but I think next, em- to,
2: mm-hmm.
1: next
0: to what Emma was doing as a heel, she may be the next best heel aside from, obviously, you know, Charlotte's on a whole nother level, but uh, as a woman coming from um, NXT, I think she may be the best heel thing that came out of there in a while.
1: I think she's been great. Um, I think that was what she needed. That was actually I what I... love her submission move. Me too. And, and this, we've talked about this on the show for probably the last five or six months. How how much better she's gotten in the ring? Yeah, she got she would get like, noticeably she better. She would
2: get booed not even wrestling in NXT. And then mm-hmm. after a while, they came around on her because she improved.
1: Yeah, now that was what I wanted for her in NXT. Was I wanted her to have a heel run with Bailey because they were supposed to be best friends? I thought that would be beneficial to her. Like you get to work as a heel in NXT before we bring you up. Now you kind of know how to play both sides of it. Yeah, uh, but she's taken to it really well. Since they've done it, what is it, about a month now they've been doing it? Since a little more than right, that? Uh, Since right, six like August, weeks, maybe. About a month and a half. All right. Yeah, I, I like what they're doing. Um, it's good to see Nikki Bella back. You know, she's somebody else who we've uh, we've kind of trashed her a little bit on the show.
2: I don't trash her. I love Nikki. I love me some Nikki Bella. Because yeah, he's the real Bella fan. <laughs> so. Hey, don't talk <laughs> about my in-law.
1: <laughs> Nikki... I feel like actually was working to get better as the Divas champion. And I feel like she was handcuffed by creative in a lot of ways, where she wouldn't defend the title for like a month or two at a time. And every match she had was a tag match. But to work to get better at this point in her career, then to come back from that neck injury, I think says a lot about the fact that like she wants to be there. She cares about what she's doing. Yeah, Um, and it's it's a a big deal to have her on SmackDown when you have three of the four horsewomen on Raw. Like Nikki's the biggest mainstream star out of all of them. Mm -hmm. So, how how do you feel about what they've done with Carmella and Carmella and Nikki? Oh well,
2: I'm glad they. Turn Carmella heel because she needed something because she was getting no reaction. I remember when she got when um a few a few week a few episodes ago I mentioned that they should have brought up by an endo and cast and then split her and then had, get her drafted to SmackDown because the crowd knew didn't know who she was but then you, I know you mentioned that you are not getting a reaction turn will turn your heel and she's been great because she's beat up Nikki Bella <laughs> <laughs> so she's she's been she's been great and she's done a good job she's in. She's she, her mayors, especially last like on this past week on SmackDown. Her mayors got better, doing, getting heat while doing the moonwalk, and she's great. She's she's good on the mic and not in those things with Natty. Don't don't do that. I think she's I think she's great on the mic and she's entertaining. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for her. I think she's been a great heel because she's even been getting
1: stealing wins from Nikki Bella. She's I think she's beat Nikki Bella three times by stealing mm-hmm. wins each time. Yeah, she has. So Nikki Bella or Carmella? Nikki. Yeah.
0: Nikki finally gets better. Yeah,
1: Nikki. That just makes sense. You don't kind of the way it's supposed to be. The heel wins all the matches before the pay per view, and then the big match, the babyface wins. Typically how it works. Uh, we talked about Baron Corbin already a little bit tonight. Very interesting story. He has his rematch with Swagger. Did he even really tap? No. Well, that was the that was the point. Is that he was supposed to be reaching for the rope, and they called it a tap. Um, I assume that that was what it was. Swagger does nothing for me. Never did. Find him boring. Never. Uh, we stopped to buy beer on the way here, and Eric said he saw somebody at the bar who looked like Swagger. I said <laughs> so he looked like the most boring guy in the room. Um, that was such a good response. <laughs> I really thought he looked like Swagger with a, with a, uh, a hat on backwards, just like how he showed up. They have the biker chain. <laughs> oh God. Yeah i I wish that they would be trying a little harder with Baron Corbin. Yeah, cuz he was a high he was, he was, he was a, a high pick. draft pick. Like they they made it look like we're putting we're investing a lot in him and they're not doing it. High yet. draft pick just for his contract
0: to expire. Yeah. Honestly, th- this is how little I feel about him. I wish he was changing his government name to Jack Swagger <laughs> and doing the Indies and Ryback was still on Wow. The show. Well, that's saying a lot.
2: Yeah, I don't want Baron Corbin's band and Ryback.
1: That uh, wasn't talking. He's about, talking uh, about Swagger. Oh. I like Corbin I can't stand Swagger just... So Corbin or Swagger Who wins this match? Corbin better win Corbin I want to say Corbin I feel like he should But I feel like they're Like making it a point To be pushing Swagger On us for whatever reason Why? I, I don't know I mean I'm the wrong person but thing. Why is
0: he going to win
1: Twice in a row? I know it was kind of A, a false win But Yeah I'm going to pick Corbin I think it's what makes sense I hope that's what happens Kurt uh, Hawkins and Kane Hawkins. Halo.
0: <laughs> I'll say Kurt I'll Hawkins too. The, the, really prince know. of
1: Queens? Prince of Where? Manhattan? I think it's the What's Prince on? of Queens. Prince of Queens? I think like, it's two two royalty names in the in the phrase Prince and Queen. He
2: is so bad.
1: Uh yeah. <laughs> no He is no. terrible. I just I, I just think there's no real
2: no reason they bring these it. guys, these these under these undercar guys back I so don't got to create new gimmicks for people.
1: <laughs> this they, is already true. Had the, they
2: already had the name.
1: Mm. All right. Do you guys think that No Mercy is going to be better than Backlash was? I'm
0: excited for No Mercy. I got
1: yeah. I I think so.
0: I mean, Backlash went kind of how I wanted it to overall. Um, it you know obviously ran a little short. I. Do you think the highlight of the show for me, kind of the make or break thing, was Rhino and Slater winning the tag titles, and they didn't do what I wanted, which is just so petty, just because I'm a petty person. <laughs> I wanted Rhino's theme music, I didn't get yeah. Rhino's theme music. Rhino is gonna lose the tag title; he's not gonna come out with his theme music. So, U- USOs deserve this. I believe this is gonna be what their third tag title reign, mm-hmm. and you know, it's with the different belts. Uh, I-, I think it's gonna be a good show.
1: I so. What match
0: are you looking forward to most? Probably the Triple Threat, and I think at this time in my um, wrestling fandom, I think the best thing for me to do is, you know, I, I think if a show, if I'm looking mainly towards the main event, I think they're they're doing something right. Mm-hmm. I mean. Um, as much as I can't stand Miz, I'm looking forward to that match. But I think that's because I'm looking forward to him losing.
1: <laughs> Halo match you're looking forward to most? Well,
0: I'm I'm more excited for this than Backlash.
2: I'm not going to dread it after the Eagles win. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like I got to watch this crap. Now <laughs> <laughs> but I'm excited for I'm excited for four matches. My, the most match I'm, the match I'm uh, I expect the triple threat match to be a matchier candidate because that match can can be at that level, especially with the emotion between Ambrose and Cena. But I am looking forward to most to the Intercontinental title match, and then I'll say the World title. But even the women's title match, I'm I'm really intrigued in that because I want to see what they got, what these women do after they've been cha- called up by Brian to put on a performance better than Sasha and Charlotte. Yeah. Even Nikki Bella and Carmella, I want to see. So four out of six to six matches when it's card, I'm interested.
1: Right. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm most looking forward to the the main event. Uh, I think it has a chance. Like you said, be a match of the year candidate. I think it's going to be a great match. Intercontinental match, I think is up there. Um, those two stand out to me more than any other. Before we get off the topic of SmackDown, we'd like to congratulate Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella on expecting their first child. Happy Harry for Dan both Wilson. of them, yeah. Good job, Brian. Knocking <laughs> out without the park. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you, you, think, you, you think you did any wrestling moves on her? Probably did.
0: He probably made her tap
1: the any, surfboard. Anything you can't do on a bear, you can't do to Brie. <laughs> He mentions Bears every week yeah. on Talking Smack now. Well, I, think if it's gonna be a, I think it's going to be a boy. Well, I hope it is. I, I, I'm happy for them, though, you know? Good job, Brian. Yeah. Rough year for Daniel Bryan. Uh, Bree retires as well, so it's good for them to start a new, new chapter in their lives. So, moving on to Raw. i got to say, I know we've discussed the SummerSlam hangover I think she, I think she it's a raw hangover. <laughs> so, here's my feeling. I don't know if it's really a hangover at all as much as it is a really tough adjustment to watch double the amount of wrestling we were 6 months ago. Like Raw and SmackDown, you have to watch all of both now. We have, on the show, we're talking about all of both now. You have a pay-per-view every other week now. Yes. It, or and we're we're either reviewing or previewing a pay per view on every show. It is a, and then you talk about NXT. It, it there's so much WWE product. I think it's just been a hard adjustment, and I don't know if we'll ever be adjusted to it.
2: Well,
0: when
1: oh, Raw gets better, I'll get adjusted because
0: I, I can I can't always stay up. I think by January, or February, I'll finally be on
1: schedule. Have you have you had our time, Eric? Like. Are you watching Raw and having, like, a tough time
0: getting through it? So, so the hard thing for me with my work schedule, I have Raw DVR'd, so when I get home at, say, 9.30, I'm starting it. Luckily, I can fast-forward commercials, but when Raw goes off the air at 11.10, 11.12, 11.15, I'm still watching Raw until about midnight. So midnight, I'm done Raw, then I gotta try to get a quick couple hours of sleep go to work early mm-hmm. be at work for 8-9 hours leave then leave work try to take care of family things run errands then I gotta cram Smackdown for 2 hours sometimes I gotta record Smackdown sometimes I gotta pause it and it it, it is a lot I'm having a hard time keeping up with uh, non-Raw Smackdown and stuff
2: well yeah. the thing with Raw is it doesn't hold my attention like I, like as a wrestling fan I'm always looking forward to Raw Yeah, hey, there's so much waste but when it starts it's like okay Smackdown I'm excited I don't care it doesn't matter if it's bad or if it's good I'm like okay Smackdown two hours half hour's done like you said last week it's like a half hour in a row like oh I got two and a half still got two and a half mm-hmm. hours left Smackdown's like okay, okay it's almost over and it's everything is so fast paced on Smackdown it's like okay you you can quickly process it like right. Raw Raw it's like in my notes, I'll have way more raw
1: notes for one segment than on a SmackDown segment. Yeah. So what I've been trying to do the last few weeks, I try to start Raw exactly at like eight forty-five. I'll DVR it, and then I'm fast-forwarding the commercials. So I'm watching it in about two hours and twenty minutes. But then I'm caught up by the last segment, so I'm not up later. So I'm I'm playing right. catch up the whole time, and then catching up by like you know ten fifty-five or whatever. And then I'm good to go for the last segment. It's over when it's over. I don't have to watch it any later. And then SmackDown, I try to start it at 8:30 830 or 8:35. And then again, I'm I'm finishing SmackDown at like 10:06 instead of, you know, waiting an extra hour. But even even doing that, when I'm watching it for you know 30 to 40 minutes less than other people. I'll fast-forward all, and I'll be like, oh, God, please tell me I'm at least a half hour in. Yeah. And it'll be like 27 minutes. I'm like, oh, God, like, I'm gonna, this is never going to be over. Um, I think part of it is not enough of the show is entertaining, unfortunately. Yeah, and you, you know, the
0: one thing that sucks, uh, at least for me, starting a little later, there's almost points where I'm like, all right, commercials are great, but if there's a match, you know, j- just to throw an ex- example... If Jack Swagger was still wrong, he had to match him fast-forwarding through it. Yeah. So if there's something more than I don't care about, I fast-forward through it. But at the same time, as a wrestling fan, you want to watch the in-ring action, and then there's a background segment, and it's like, well, that might be important, so i got to watch it. Then if it's someone that's not important, I'm like, all right, cool, this could be a three-minute segment, and it's going to go into a three-minute commercial. Right. Can I fast-forward through six minutes? So, yeah, I, that that is why Raw is
1: brutal. Yeah, so to get to what actually happened on Raw. Well, however... always find time for throwback madness (laughs) it's worth finding time (laughs) for of course Um, biggest story to come out of Raw Sasha Banks wins back the Raw Women's Championship over Charlotte, another really good match from these two women.
0: Awesome match. Yeah. I th- I, it could be their best one. I, I mean, it, it's definitely
1: debatable, and I'm sure we won't all agree on that, but I, I thought the match was great. It was up there, it was just as good as anything else they've yeah. done. The corkscrew moonsault uh, I by was, Charlotte. I, I know. Jim Hardy, I, take notes. <laughs> I, mean, I, I thought that right there,
0: uh, that one spot there alone stole the show. I mean, I, I know we're all happy with the result. Mm-hmm. I, I know you being, you know, Sasha being your number one. But that move right there, I'm just like, yeah, how do you compete with that?
1: I don't know that you can. I mean, athletically, there is no one else like her Well, the, the, the thing, division. The thing I really
0: uh, took my hat off to for Charlotte is she's done that moonsault a handful of times. And it's great every time. And... Everyone talks about it every time. It's not overused. She's not doing it in non-title matches, but that's awesome. So what she did on Monday night was said, okay, I've had great matches with this girl, and everyone loves this spot. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to make it a little better. I'm just going to turn it up a little bit more. And that's exactly what she did. No, I mean,
1: that was perfectly executed. Looked great. Um Sasha actually had a good suicide dive. Better than the one she did in their title match on Raw, you know, a month and a half ago. Oh. Um, thought about you. She, uh, she's not banning it. No. And as soon as... Because I saw her go to the ropes, and Charlotte hit her, and I was like, thank God she's not doing it tonight. Then she did it. and I am just like, oh, dear Jesus, please no. Uh, but she hit it. Um, yeah, I thought it was a really good match up there on par with anything else they've done. Um... They make it feel like this title is the most important thing to both of these women, but how do they have? Oh, other thing, this goes even back. I love that Charlotte said Sasha knows she's only in the main event because of me. <laughs> like bit. she's awesome. Um, but thirty-seven, they get first of all they they don't show you Sasha's whole entrance. Then they go to commercial. They do Charlotte's entrance. Thirty-seven seconds into the match, it goes to commercial again. Yeah. How do you do that?
0: I, I I don't know. That's bothered me about Raw ever bro, since. Bro, how
1: do you how do you keep my freaking attention, bro? <laughs> the the match is freaking started. Thirty seven seconds in, um, we got Sasha do the double knees off the top rope this time, which I don't know if we've seen her do before. We've seen her do it from the apron to the mm-hmm. floor. I don't think we've ever seen her do it from the top rope in the ring. Um, but Charlotte and I kind of like this dynamic that they've played up because I don't know. If they did this so much in NXT, or maybe they did, but Charlotte being so much bigger and stronger, like they're really playing that up with her being her physicality in these matches with Sasha is like off the charts. Where she's like, she really is beating the shit out of her. Um, I think it's like a good dynamic because the one is like you know big muscular, the other one's kind of small skinny. It's a really good dynamic for these two. But um, and I also like that Sasha got to win. Basically, she countered the the way Charlotte pinned her at Summerslam. Yeah, I always liked that. Like sh- they kept sh- shades that story. Of yeah, I think you actually brought up something on Throwback Madness that they did like that. I don't remember what it was. Uh, he, I he th- he was talking about the ladder match.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Same same thing. Christian did to That's Edge. Right. Edge it to Christian. Yeah. So it was a, I like I always love when the shades of how what, what happened before.
1: Hmm. Yeah. They they keep this story going. They build this story up like. One of the more emotional. things. showed highlights several times. That that's how it ended. So. Yeah, it was good. They they started. They they've built the emotion up of this whole thing. So much. Where now the the rumor is that they're gonna have a hell in a cell match.
2: Well, that's well, that's the question that the babyface Ronald Lloyd has, and every <laughs> and every wrestling fan in the IWC has. For uh-huh. Mad madness.
1: Will this be a? Will this be inside hell in a cell? I, I don't know. The fact that they're talking about it, I, I feel like both of them probably want to do it. Um, I don't know if it's the best thing, but they've been, if, if they were ever going to do a women's match like this, and I'm about to sneeze in a second. Hopefully, I don't. Like they've built this to the point where it warrants that type of match. I don't know if the Hell in a Cell is the best match for it. I think we heard something about a steel cage at one point for the women. What that I think once. we even talked about a ladder match yeah. at one when point. What was that?
2: Lita and Victoria in episode of Raw in '04.
1: I think if they're going to do it, I don't know how you you pick a better match than this one. I don't know. What do What do you think? Well, I want to get my thoughts on the match first.
2: Um, I, I didn't know this would be the main event until on, until Monday. So after that, I was like, okay, Sasha's winning because that mm-hmm. because that that's a big moment because it's the third time it's happened, but. Technically, we'll call it the second because the first time was Stephanie and Lita, but that had other, that had other involvement from Triple mm-hmm. H, Angle, and The Rock. So other than that, it's been Lita and Trish, and then it's, there was this. I like they had the video package showing them how they were partners in with the BFFs. They never showed that before, yeah. how they were actually tag team partners.
1: Yeah, I love that whole vignette.
2: Yeah, As horrible as Raw was, this is what I stayed up for.
0: I I kind of don't <laughs> like that they 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 and I get what they're doing I, mean, I don't know if you call it kayfabe or whatever it is but I don't like how they go into the vignette and I, I you know I, pish posh but it, I just <laughs> I don't like how they showed it and it just made it seem like Charlotte was the heel when in NXT she was a baby face mm, you
2: know, I can see that but yeah. it's, it's basically it's still showing a story I, I love when Bailey just beat up Dana I popped when Dana said ow <laughs> 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 I laughed so hard at that when it happened but I like, I, say, I like the shades. What happened at some because it was what happened at SummerSlam and Sasha learned her mistake from SummerSlam, but it also had shades from that match on Raw. bright when Sasha did win because Charlotte just hit Sasha in the head. You can't beat me. You mm-hmm. can't beat me. Now, as far as them being inside Hell in a Cell, that horrible reporter Dave Meltzer is reporting. That's the thing, but he's also the one who told us that Paige and Charlotte was supposed to be a ladder match last year. Right. If you asked me last week, would this be inside Hell in a Cell? I would say no. This week, I'm almost ninety five percent certain this is going to be inside of Hell in a Cell because in all of WWE, this is your main, this is your only, this is your main blood feud. They already they've already had the matches prior, so they've already hopped, switched, alternated alternate the title between the two. So this there has to be a payoff. We are, we've already seen one on one matches. There has to be a gimmick involved, and with McFoley being a proponent proponent of women's wrestling, I can see him saying, okay. Last year, Sasha, you were in the first ever Iron Man match. Women's Iron Man match. You t- you and Charlotte, th- this will end. The final encounter inside Hell in a Cell. Now, there have been three Hell in a Cell's in a Hell in a Cell pay-per-view before. And that was in 9 They've only d- done two since. So, I'm like, okay, well, will Rollins and Owens be inside mm-hmm. Hell in a Cell? I, I, I'm, I'm not too sure. But they have done three before. But in order to... Progress to so-called end this feud. I think this has to be inside Hell in a Cell because this is your main blood feud, and, and they've earned that spot. Mm-hmm. I just I don't know what the match looked like a, as women, but I know they want to do it. But I think this has to be
0: done.
1: Yeah, if you're going to do it, these are the two to do it with. What about you, Eric? Do you I think it will be. Uh, and Do you think it should be?
0: I think it should be. I mean, it's kind of uh, the thing Aloe's pointing out there about, uh, and I didn't know the stat, you know, about um in '09 there was three Hell in a mm-hmm. Cell matches or uh, one card. I know they've done it several times or two. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna contradict myself real quick. I mean, it's almost <laughs> like I hate the idea of a gimmick pay per view and every match having it. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like, geez, every title just put it on the line and hell on us out. I almost don't want them to do that because. Like Aloe just said, I mean, this is almost like the only blood feud. It doesn't really make sense. New Day doesn't have it unless they did it against Anderson and Gallows, but they don't really deserve a title match right now. (laughs) But there's no no one put New Day against in in a cell. Um, Obviously, we got Rusev versus Roman, which I think everyone should think is cool. This is the first time the US <laughs> it's the first time the US title is being defended in a Hell in a Cell match. I think that's kind of cool. That's definitely elevating the title. Yeah, that in my notes.
1: Like it puts over that title that it's being defended in a match like that.
0: Rollins and Owens is going to happen in a Hell in a Cell, but it's going to be a triple threat and Jericho is going to be in it. Cuz you thing the world
2: title last year wasn't defended inside Hell in a Cell. So I so but I would think you would put Rollins and Owens inside Hell in a Cell. Because because um Owens is a better working than when Rollins faced Kane last mm-hmm. year, but if they don't, they don't. But I think this is their be help, be inside help. The reason so.
0: I'm calling that is because of the the segment with Stephanie. Rollins says she's gonna he's gonna take Owens down, uh, one way or another, and I'll take Jericho down too. And Steph, or Stephanie looks up. You know, um, Jericho made the implication about. You know, I'm not challenging you for your belt, so I could see Stephanie easily setting that up. Yeah. That's, that was also the dirt sheet that that was going to be thin against those two, so it it makes sense. It's going to be those th- those three in a, in a cell. Um, the only other thing I could see them doing is um, maybe at least put the the women in a, a hardcore match. But I, I mean, it's basically you know. But yeah, that Hell in a Cell is a hardcore match. You can't.
2: You, this is this is the problem they have they pigeonhole you because it's like they're telling you what you're getting. Mm-hmm. You can't have a street like a street fight or a hardcore or other uh, other than, other than a, a hard, you can't have a hardcore match on a Hell in a Cell pay-per-view cuz you you're telling me it's Hell in a Cell.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that they they have earned it. I think if you're ever going to do it, it's this feud with these two. Uh I and it, it seems like they have actually made it a point to build to that. Like they didn't have to keep doing this, but they did to keep building it up more and more. So it makes sense for them to do it. So I would like to see them do it. Uh, a little afraid that they're going to be trying way too hard to yeah. impress everybody because they don't have to do that. Like they don't have to go out there and and do crazy stuff. Well, I
2: think they feel they
1: do because they feel they do, yeah. but they don't have to. Uh, just th- they're good at what they do. They they have they have people eating out of the palm of their hand as Vince Russo would say they don't have to take unnecessary risk and I think they took too many risks at SummerSlam that they didn't have to take Um, so storyline with Seth Rollins your longest reigning Universal Champion sorry I'm going to rewind prediction who wins Oh, I oh never mind. So that's right. We got months. Yeah, we got some so time. <laughs> hey, we got I was about settled to, into you a rhythm get, there. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. You're right. <laughs> Seth Rollins, your longest, universal, your longest reigning universal champion of all time, Kevin Owens, Chris Jericho. The New Day got themselves involved in it. So good. So, Eric, you already brought up the whole thing with Seth and Stephanie. Mm-hmm. And I love Seth saying basically like, Basically, give me give me my title match, whatever, I'll burn Raw down to the ground. I like that, that he's he is getting put on his own. Well, but, They're making that a point, that, like, you're alone for the first time. Yeah, he didn't get owned by Stephanie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's, he's kind of taking a step up. I loved him saying that Owens is like the teacher's pet. <laughs> yeah, that was good. He said he was going to cancel the KO show and show everybody that I'm the man. I like what they did with Rollins in all of his interactions. Uh, I love as I said before, anytime I see Kevin Owens come out in the suit, it's always great. Seven hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, seven hundred and fifty dollar suit. Um, so Owen says I basically Chris, I think you should be the special guest referee. I know you have that nice referee jersey. I think actually Jericho says I have a nice referee jersey. Yeah, so well, seven fifty dollars and, <laughs> and Owen says, Yeah, seven hundred and fifty dollar referee jersey. Um Jericho says, I don't know about that. I think we should uh, challenge for the New Day's tag team titles. And Owens wants no part of that. Ah, sounds like a lot of work. I don't really want to do it. And Jericho's like, yeah, well, at least I'm not challenging you to your title. And then Owens is like, let's do it. Like, <laughs> so immediately he wants to do it. Um, I like the idea of them tagging, but I like the idea even more of them having a falling out and Jericho being in the universal title picture, which we're going to get there. I don't know if we're going to get there by Hell in a Cell. I would like it if we did. Now, Eric, you think it's going to be a Hell in a Cell triple threat match? I do. You you think that's you think that's what will happen? You think that could happen, or do you think no? I could see a triple threat, but I don't think it would be inside Hell in a Cell. Which is more likely that it's Rollins and Owens in a Hell in a Cell? Well, the fact that or that it's a triple threat match. Well,
2: I think the fact that Rollins is saying, "Okay, Jericho's going to be involved too," so well just put him in the match too. But even Owens talking about maybe Jericho be the special referee, but I do think Jericho's going to be involved in, in this match somehow, somewhat.
1: Yeah.
0: The the way I see it going down, that it'd be a triple threat in the cell is uh, Rollins makes the threat to burn raw down, burn it, burn in hell, <laughs> burn <it laughs> in Hell
1: in a Cell. <laughs> Um. So they get their match with the New Day. Rollins comes in, hits Jericho with the Pedigree. Wait, I'm sorry, you're not gonna talk about Woods going on the list? Uh, yeah, I forgot about that. Wait a minute, they all went on the list. They all went on the list. Woods was so mad. I loved it. Woods did not. Yeah, he did not want to be on the list. He was so mad. And when he was talking to Ashton Kutcher and Danny (laughs) Dumbface. I'm putting you on the list. Ink it in, man. <laughs> I thought that was great. That was yo, yeah. ink it in, man. Look, was I, awesome. I
2: remember I was talking about how their New days has been stale, but also, also they've been carrying dead weight with Gales and Anderson for the past month. No, that
1: their segment was entertaining.
2: Yeah, on that was day. the best thing in a long time.
1: Like their their interactions with Owens and Jericho was great. I mean, they helped put the list over Woods being so devastated to get put on the list really put the twice. list over. Yeah, he got on there twice. Um, I could have done without uh Ashton Kutcher and Danny Masterson. At least they didn't get involved in the match. And I was worried about that to too. too. I was glad they didn't, but I thought they were pretty annoying. That match was long. It was really long. That's why I started fading out. <laughs> yeah, but the new day wins, so they didn't earn their title shot. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know where it's going to go. I I honestly want I think Jericho deserves even if it's one night. I think he deserves to hold that title.
2: Well, they even tease it again because Owens left Jericho in the ring mm-hmm. and said
1: pedigree. Yeah, he bailed on him, and then I think oh, he and yeah, yeah. he, he he was up on the ring
0: apron and then went
1: away. Mm-hmm. And maybe I don't know if it was Corey Graves or if it was one of the that '70s show guys saying like you don't just leave your best friend like that. Like you, you make sure he's okay. Or yeah, whatever.
2: He's, uh, yeah. They were saying I wouldn't leave my best friend there. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, is there any chance before Jericho goes away for a while? that he holds that title for even one night.
2: No. Unfortunately no.
1: What do you think, Eric?
0: I don't think after um I don't think it'll
1: uh I, don't, I can't see Owens losing it on a second defense. I mean, I don't think it's likely that Jericho wins it. I don't think he's going to, but I just feel like he deserves it.
2: I mean, you and I both. I think he does. Of course, I think he deserves it cuz he's been so he's been
1: so entertaining, but I don't think they'll put the title on him. Can you imagine the way that crowd would erupt? They would if he won that title. I mean, that'd be unbelievable. Um, but and and I said this a few weeks ago. I would just be happy that he's even in the picture because I feel like he has not been there. When's the last time you had a, like a world title shot?
2: It's been a long time. I mean, I guess the Royal Rumble,
1: Punk, in the Royal Rumble, technically, but because I oh was and for that, the title yeah, but, and that
2: is the other night. His stuff with Punk.
1: And that was what 2012 Yeah so it's been a while Well did,
0: did you hear his podcast With Owens?
1: Oh my I god That it, was Owens. so that,
0: good It was so awesome He said He said um, what, Right before Like they started Tagging together You know I did listen and, to and it got paired off He said Vince calls him And says um, I, I got something To talk to you about So he's like oh, Vince is gonna make me The champion again <laughs> So I came, I came to Raw The next night With a suit on yeah. <laughs> And I was like What do you
1: got He's like I'm going to put you and Owens together. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I did listen to that. He's he's great. He deserves it. I don't think he's going to get it, but I wanted to see him at least be challenging for it and be in like the top story in the main event of a pay-per-view. Uh, so I, I would be perfectly cool with a triple threat match, whether it's in a cell or not. Um, like you said, Alo, New Day was more entertaining than they have been for a while the other night. I completely agree with that. I thought they were really funny. Um, We talked already about the United States Championship. Going to be defended in Hell in a Cell. I understand why you don't necessarily like it. But that was the first thing I thought is that if you want to build up this title, obviously give it to the person who is quote-unquote the guy. And then you put it in a match like that. It just like it elevates that title a bit. It's the first time it's being defended in a Hell in a Cell. It makes that title seem more important. That they're willing to go through that. Exactly how I look at it for that title.
2: Well, it's not even that. The reason I'm 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 complaining. It's just the logic of it. It's like okay, so Lana comes out and says we want a rematch for the U.S. title, and then Roman destroys Rusev again, mm-hmm. and they fight into the crowd again. And then Roman says, "We gotta rematch in Hell in a Cell." It's like how many times you guys are gonna fight into the crowd? It's not like Rusev deserves another title match because every time Rusev hasn't got the upper hand on he's got the upper hand on, on Roman once. Yeah, any other time Roman destroys him, makes him more makes him look like a joke. So why am I to believe that Rusev deserves? Or is going to beat Roman Reigns again? Because always, Roman always beats Rusev. So your point is that
1: it's been—it's a very one-sided rivalry.
2: Yeah, yeah, and it's no <laughs> point because like they go into the crowd and then Roman Roman beats him up.
1: Mm-hmm. Simple as that.
2: He makes a joke out of Rusev.
1: And I thought he was going to come out on the upper hand on Monday. Yeah, I did too, but because I got, he walked up the ramp, I gotta admit
2: title. I, that was awesome though. Yeah, I, I didn't
1: see it going coming. Going through the
2: crowd, I didn't see it coming either. But nobody like,
0: did, which was good work. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's
2: like but Rusev—he he, Roman beats him all the time. What's the believer Russo deserved it in the title shot, even inside Hell in a Cell? Because like I said, I don't care about Hell in a Cell because I'm told what I'm gonna get.
1: Yeah, my guess is it's
0: it's more about Yeah, but you know when you're you know you're going into a Hell in a Cell pay-per-view, you weren't expecting
1: a match for the US title.
2: I was, because it it's Roman Reigns.
1: <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. I think it's cool. I think they're doing it more for the belt than for this feud. And I guess, though, if nothing else, it means that this is the end of it.
2: Yeah, and the, thing with, and the thing with Hell in a Cell, when it comes, it's like, when you got... This happens almost every year. It's like, okay, you guys have a match, it ends in countdown, you guys find a crowd. Oh, well, the only thing that can, can continue with Hell in a Cell. Do the same thing every year. <laughs> well, back in
0: the day, when at least when Hell in a Cell mattered, that is how feuds
1: usually ended.
2: Yeah, I know. But, like I said, Hell in a Cell was something special. Now, we, we're guaranteed to get it in October every year.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's a mistake. I, I still think the Extreme Rules pay per view is a mistake, or the gimmick. And are I mistake. think the Hell in a Cell pay per view. And TLC at least they did away with the Elimination Chamber. Oh, <laughs> I, th- I thought we were going to get that again at some point this year.
2: Well, the dirt sheets are speculating because it was a pay per view <laughs> back in the back in the back in the day.
1: Yeah. Um, so obviously, Eric and I a little more excited about the Hell in a Cell for the U.S. title than you are. I understand why, because uh-huh. it, it
2: elevates the title, but that's just a, a, it's just a match for the title. But I'm, I don't want to see this anymore, because it's yeah. nothing.
1: Well, I mean, you're right, though, that the, the rivalry has been very one-sided. We don't. There's no reason to believe Rusev has a chance to win. Uh, cruiserweights, I thought the crowd was more into the Cruiserweights this week than they have been since they came up. I don't know if anybody else felt that way. I well, did. yeah, the crowd's been pretty trash
0: for when they're out there. So mm-hmm.
1: I felt like Perkins actually got like a good reaction when his music hit and he came out. Maybe people are finally starting to get on board. I love that theme music. I love the the screen. I think it's awesome. Very unique. Suits him perfectly. Um, I, I prefer him in Jordan's than Kobe's, but I like <laughs> what he's doing.
0: Monday Night <laughs> Sneaker Watch, I'm there for
1: it. Yeah, I thought they did a great vignette for him and, and Brian Kendrick. Like, their whole little story that they've done for a few weeks.
0: I don't like how they advertised it last week. Like, it was a title match, and then... They changed it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize that either at first. I mean, they changed it, but when were we
0: notified?
2: When the match started? On the Raw... Well, they think we watched the Raw pre-show. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, you do. No, I don't. (laughs) I got alerts on Bleacher Report. (laughs) Very well. I always have a problem with the champion coming out first. Even though it's a non-title match, I feel like the challenger should be waiting for the champion to come out. The champion should always come out second. I respect that. Um, But Kendrick got the win with the captain's hook or whatever the heck they call it.
0: Bully choke, I think?
1: That's what they were calling it on the Cruiserweight Classic. They're not calling it that on Raw, though. I think they don't want to use the word bully. Because they have the big anti-bullying campaign. They don't want to call it the bully choke. So, I'm pretty sure yeah, they call it WWE the captain's sometimes. Hook. I know. I'm with you. I um, thought it was a good match, though. I actually thought it was better than the match they had before. Um, then we got Rich Swan against Tony Neese in his singles debut on Raw. Congratulations. Nice. It wasn't? Single win, you mean? Oh, I thought he was in a tag team. No, he, won- he was in a match. I oh, was for on Kendrick. NXT. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, on NXT, he was in a tag team match a few weeks ago. And yeah, he's in the Dusty Classic. Yeah, his first win on Raw. Uh, I thought this was a good match. I thought his promo was all right, better than I was expecting it to be. Um, yeah, you thought he needed me out there, didn't you? I did. I would have liked to have seen you out there as his manager. Uh, you know, the beard squad. Um, I liked that he actually, that one exchange where it was like a bunch of like strikes... You actually heard the crowd go like, oh, like he Mm -hmm. actually wowed the crowd with some of the stuff he was doing. Um, But I thought he had a great performance. I liked that they're putting over the idea that he's the best mixture of styles as a cruiserweight. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm I'm pleased with what they're doing with Nice. I thought he was going to be one of those guys that they bring in as an afterthought. And I thought after last week, that's what it looked like. He came in just to lose a match. I mean, Rich Swan is one of the more popular guys, and he got to win over him. Yeah, Well, see, Tony meets one though. No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, he, I got see, got okay. a, he got to win over him. He got to win over a guy who actually is one of the more popular guys out of that group.
2: Okay. Well, I have a lot of problems with this cruiserweight division. Uh huh. Okay. So t- this is T.J. Perkins' second time on Raw. You have him lose, and you have him tap out mm-hmm. at that, so he's already a victim of 50-50 booking. Two weeks overall, he's a champion. He shouldn't be losing. It's not like you debuted him months ago. He should, right. he should win every match, I and mean, you have him tap out so he looks horrible. And then you said something about the crowd The crowd sounded better. Okay, this is the third time, third, well, third week in a row, they've seen Rich Swan. You haven't seen Grand Metal League since. This, is the, second, this is the second week in a row, you see seen Tony, Tony Eves. They're not reacting because they, they're not told what to care. It's like, you get you have these small little box promos mm-hmm. before the match, but it's like, why is this match happening? It's like, there's no story. There's no story to it. It's like, okay, we're gonna have the cruiser champ, have a match,
0: and, and we're gonna then have another match. Division. We're just we're mm-hmm. gonna have, we're gonna have to just have another match in the division that that means nothing. It's like, oh, okay. well, maybe if a guy starts getting a couple wins, man, Kendrick's out of the you know if yeah. whether it's Fritz Swan, Cedric, give it a thing, is, Madalyte, thing is, but this is the thing. Getting the most
2: saying, wins, where the is, is Grand league? We haven't seen him since the first week. And this this is the thing. He's in Mexico.
0: He's doing some
1: things. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing some things. <laughs> just this
2: this this is the thing. It's like you're, they're pigeonholing just to, just to this just to this division. You could probably have him face other guys not in the cruiserweight division. You don't have to. Be, they don't always have to be exclu- exclusive to this division because you have to get these That's guys. That's why they're tagging. Words. They're tagging in the cruiserweight division.
0: Now they're but, tagging in
2: NXT. But this is mm-hmm. the WWE, probably. Remember, remember, not watch NXT. That's NXT. Yeah, like. We'll appreciate what they're doing on Raw, but the, the crowd might not appreciate what they're doing on Raw. You gotta do, you gotta make people care about these guys. It's like we love, I love we love Tony Nese. I, we love Rich Swan. Those are, Rich Swan's the only guy we see every week on every weekend in the cruiserweight division. It's like they gotta make us care about this. Well, make no. people, other
0: people care about it. I only care about myself.
1: <laughs> I don't care about anything but me. What, um... what about
0: me, best friend? You care about yourself. <laughs> I just, you gotta stop being so picky. <laughs> I understand.
1: Well, I mean, the the point you're making is valid. And it was one of the things we were concerned about is that these guys are seen solely in this little box. And they are not necessarily getting a story. Like, TJ Perkins and Kendrick have gotten a story. But Perkins should not be losing unless he gets, like, screwed. Like, I can see if he gets screwed over and catches a loss, but to just tap out.
0: So, so I mean, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I said this last week, this is something I was nervous about, or I just didn't want it. Just being a fan of him. but it's obviously it's obviously clear. You know, almost you're you're basically getting a character out of Nice too. He's clearly a, a heel, mm-hmm. and no one else in the division, aside from Brian Kendrick, is a uh, is a heel. So we don't know that. You can we tell. We don't know what promos. anybody you really can, is. You can tell by their promos. They're heels. You can tell by their box promos that you hate.
1: <laughs> um. He did something in the match that made him look like a heel, too. It is, it's a cocky character. Yeah, I can't, I'm trying to remember specifically what he did. Maybe he mocked Swan's dancing. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, um, Yeah, they, they are... And he called him a, uh, a twerker. Yeah, that's right, he did. Uh, I, I do think that they're, they're packaging him as a heel. I just hope that there's actually some story to go along with it, not just he'll say some things that make you think he's a heel. I want them to do... I want them all to have a story, the way Kendrick Kendrick's and not Perkins gonna be did. the one to be Perkins. Niece is gonna. No. Well, I'd be cool with that. I'm you know fine with that.
0: I, you know, I ain't and kind. maybe
1: when we see Perkins in December, we'll have that purple belt with Or When we see uh, Niece He's... in December, at House of Hardcore at the twenty three hundred Arena, we'll have a purple belt with him, like he promised us. Vince England. Well, he, he, yeah.
0: <laughs> if, if, if he doesn't, and, and he at least wins it by then. I'll be investing some money in that thing.
1: (laughs) So we'll be showing up with a purple belt.
0: (laughs) And a silver Sharpie.
1: Yeah. Um, Tag division outside of the New Day. Cesaro and Sheamus. A little bit of a uh, lover's quarrel. (laughs)
0: Enhancement match.
1: Yeah, another enhancement match for them. Foley saying, you know, prove me right that you guys can revolutionize the tag team division. Do you think this will be like a thing? Yes,
2: Cause, like I think because like last night on, on Raw, they did a false advertisement of the club. Yeah, Gals and Anderson, they're saying they're monsters tag team, they they want the tag team title. So they're going to have to face a team, a, a legitimate team, to to get them ready for that tag team title match. And I think for what they did for that Gals and Anderson on Raw is setting them up to face Cesaro and Sheamus. To, like, that could be like Cesaro and Sheamus is like big test, yeah. just to prove if they're ready. To ready to challenge, do Day for the tag team titles. So I think I think this is this 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 will
1: be an ongoing thing. What about you? Do you think Cesaro and our Sheamus is like a thing for a while, or yeah, do you think it's even, just something they did for them? Even to
0: Owens even Owens uh, acknowledged that they're like, oh, we can't challenge for the tag titles because these Cesaro, guys already got yeah, it. they already got they already got a
1: chance. I forgot he said that. That's a good point.
2: Well, um, Donovan, and Olo, Donovan, the lowdown, Lloyd, no mm-hmm. relation. <laughs> he, he asked, "Do you think Cesaro and Sheamus will actually catch on as a tag team, or do
1: you think it's just going to end in a feud again?"
0: Nah, they're going to catch on.
1: I think they could catch on. Now, I don't always trust WWE to have the patience to see things through, but I think they both—I mean, they both can work. They both got nothing
0: else to do. They
1: both have nothing else to do, and they're—they're they're a classic. Like, we'll put these two like monsters together, and they're going to be a formidable. Tag team, I think they could get over. Um, so I'm I'm gonna say that yeah, I do think that they will.
2: I agree too. I think I'll think they catch on, but
1: they, but they didn't mention demolition this week. They did. They did. Okay. They did. Um, and I don't know if it wasn't on purpose. I think they mentioned like the 400 and whatever 407 day rain, whatever the heck it was. And Ashton Kutcher said, "Is that the longest?" And Cole said, no, demolition, 478 uh-huh. days. And then Kutcher was like, oh, demolition. So it wasn't like they went out of their way to say it. He just happened to ask. Uh, must have been when I faded out. Probably. <laughs> yeah, but they did mention it. I don't think it was planned to be mentioned, though. Uh, we had a Golden Truth sighting. Why? I don't know. Well, to get squashed by Gallows and Anderson.
2: They are so bad.
1: <laughs> Which is a shame because like we actually like them.
2: Who, Golden Truth?
1: No, we actually like Gallows and Anderson. They just have been made terrible to not matter. Like, they shouldn't be terrible. The disappointment of the year. <laughs> Can't argue Definitely with that. up there. Yeah, it, it's it's hard for for any anything to be more disappointing than that. Uh, Enzo and Cass, I thought they did a bang-up job. Bang-up, really? Susan G. Komen. <laughs> I just thought they were funny. Cup of titles? <laughs> the, uh... I liked that they gave the belts to the winners on both shows Smackdown mm-hmm. and Raw I liked that Daniel didn't botch it yeah. I did like that well he learned his lesson from the night before by watching Enzo screw the whole thing up uh, what did Enzo Enzo said something I thought was so funny they might have just called him certified G's I can't remember mm-hmm. um, but I thought they were good it, interesting to see them do it well that shows how much faith Vince has in them to put them in position that's the senior mm-hmm. spot yeah exactly did they throw Roman in that spot last year, too? Still Cena and Roman mm-hmm. together. Um, it just looked awkward. Yeah. Sami Zayn, unfortunately, still has nothing to do. Gets a match with Titus O'Neil. I thought Titus was going to win because so he, had, he I, still has a new gimmick. Yeah, like they built that whole thing up. Yeah. And then they're just like, oh, Sami will just beat you. Doesn't make sense on either front yeah. that they did that. Poor Sami Zayn. What when When is he going when is he going to SmackDown? Because that's the only way he's going to have anything to do. I
2: hope soon. Because I can't take it anymore. Because it's...
1: Ugh. Well, cut weight and
2: go to... Do a match party. <laughs> cut weight and go crew. to Cruiserweight
1: Division. <laughs> he's, he's cutting weight right now. He's yeah. in the sauna. Sami uh, Zayn, version one. <laughs> Eric, you you on the same page, like... That yeah. they're just wa- throwing Bro, away Sami Zayn? Yeah,
0: I mean, they've thrown him away since Battleground. They've when he got his biggest win. Got yep. a marquee win and then said, hmm.
2: Went to the pre-show, Lost Jericho. Then, then goes to SummerSlam, loses, I
1: mean, go, SummerSlam pre-show, loses to Jericho, not on Raw, now he's facing titles on New. I mean, he got the win at least, but it did not move him forward. It did not do anything for him. He's still in the same place.
0: I think after that win, he puts him in line to face the winner of the Hell in a Cell match for the US title.
1: I'd be fine with that. I'd be fine with him versus I- Roman.
0: Me too. I was kind of making that up. <laughs> so hopefully they, they, they take that in.
2: I actually found it intriguing because on Hell Show he'd been wrestling for the title in the Triple Threats. Really? With Rollins and
1: Owens. I'm just not ready for him to be back in the thing with Owens again. But I think he'd look good with red
0: red leather.
1: He would. It matches his, uh, his, his tights. Beard. Um... So, oh, Braun Strowman, I fast forwarded through that, but I heard that actually was like yeah, a thing. That actually, what? That makes sense. Yeah, he's yeah, he, he wants competition,
2: so I'm just waiting for that him versus the big show and that clinic they're going <laughs> to the the put on.
1: The five star match. The five star clinic. But that's all it was. He just said he wanted like real competition. Yeah. You think he's ready for it?
2: They'll make him win.
1: <laughs> I just hope it ain't show. It's going to be the big show.
0: Maybe it'll be uh, Bob Backlund. It's going to be the big show or Mark
1: Henry, one or the other. Yeah. Um, So NXT again, not a whole lot. The Dusty Rhodes Classic is underway. Um, We have what is it? uh, Gloriously perfect. Mm -hmm. Bobby Roode and Ty Dillinger. I'm happy with that pairing. I think that should be fun. Um, I would like them to really do something with Ty Dillinger. I think he deserves it. I don't think they'll win. I I don't think they'll go real far. I I, I don't think they will either. I think they end up facing each other.
2: Which I'm fine with. Because they're both from Canada, so I think that will be like a, like their Canada match. Yeah, they put that
1: over as to how yeah. they, they've known each other for a long time. Oh, well, yeah, it could be for a Canada takeover. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bollywood Boys got, got squashed the by seats. the Authors of Pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? I don't know. What Were, were there Santana? any other? Oh, CN and Cedric Alexander got beat by The Revival. I thought it was a That's good match. That's this week. That's not, we're going over last week's. I was doing both because it already oh, okay. happened. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Have you watched? No, I didn't watch this week's. All right, we'll we'll hold off then. Okay. Um. So we had Ember Moon beat Mandy Rose in what I thought was a weirdly booked match. Mandy Rose isn't bad. Yeah, she. Was, I'm not a fan, but she she like dominated the whole match. Like Ember mm-hmm. Rose's whole offense was her finisher. She did that one like springboard splash. Mm -hmm. And then her finisher, and the whole rest was dominated by Mandy Rose. I didn't quite get it. She's not that bad. Um, She's better than I expected her to be. Love Love Ember Ember Moon's theme song. It is great. Uh, Asuka, absolutely destroyed. Liv Morgan in about 45 seconds. How is she, Eric? Uh, Her her nudes ain't that bad. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Still living in that DM. Yeah, Asuka after the match says nobody's ready for Asuka, which is true. I'm, it's clear.
0: I'm, I'm kidding, by the way. I didn't ask for news. I just said hi. So, still I just said hi. <laughs> so, still just said hi. Now,
2: now, when you
1: say hi, what emoji did you put with that? Kissy face. <laughs> Good choice. Um... We had Blake and Murphy trying to get into the Dusty Rhodes Classic yeah. as a team again. I don't think anybody needs to see that. They're not in it. No. Um, Hideo got a win over Lindsay Dorado, then got attacked by Austin Aries. And then he just runs away. He ran away. He's like he's been running away from an apology to me for stealing my nickname of the perfect Twin. And running away from title opportunities. Yep. Austin Aries, he's a coward and a big baby. Yeah. Um, I feel like Samoa Joe did something on this episode. Oh, he destroyed the the Ely brothers and then told, uh, told Regal, you know, I warned you. These are the first two victims. Like, I'm going to get everybody else if you don't give me Nakamura.
0: Spoiler, he does it again this week. We're not a full team.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, well, we'll get to that next week. I, I'm sorry. I apologize for jumping a week ahead. Um... But again, not a whole hell of a lot really that happened on NXT. I'm excited for the Dusty Rhodes Classic though. And too. Uh, I don't even know who's all in it. I haven't looked at the bracket. I have the Some bracket. Interesting teams. Uh, you have a prediction on who you think's going to win it? I think it's Gargano and Champa. Because that's that the, would win, make sense. When in the the Dusty Classic, that's
2: like a face thing. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's um, Gargano and Champa because it's not it's not much star power as it was last year.
0: Yeah. I, I think it, it the final should go to them and uh the revival because Well no
2: they, they they're kind of they're in the same region as the revival. Oh uh, okay. So to get to the finals they have to beat the revival.
0: So I was about to say, I mean, how can the tag champs get eliminated early?
2: But it happened last year too. The Bob Villains were the champions and they lost to the Revival. Terrible. Never mind that
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think it makes sense to have Gargano and Champ. They built up like a lot of goodwill. Yeah. With that crowd and with that brand. And I think it, it, it might be a good send-off for them mm-hmm. to go up to Raw and be part of the Cruiserweight division. Because that is what they're doing, right?
2: Well, I kind of want them to stay in NXT, because they are supposedly a part of the Cruiserweight
0: division. Yeah. But they haven't been seen, seen in Raw yet. I want them to win the tag titles.
1: So do I. I thought they should have won it the, the last opportunity they had. Maybe they'll get 87 opportunities against Maybe. Cass. Maybe. Will they, will they get one, though? Unlike Enzo and Cassidy, uh-huh. <laughs> they deserve it. Um, they're entertaining. They're the, they're the Chris you Jericho the of, of only, yeah. WCW.
0: <laughs> so you two are the only face NXT champs. I know American
1: Alpha, so sick, so sick. Not <laughs> on SmackDown, but no on NXT. Well, they so are sick. They <laughs> got the flow. Uh, do we have any any more questions? No, that's it for tonight. So no more questions. Thank no you. Question from Laugh? Nah, no. no statement, no statement. Not this week. No, no statement. Triple H rant. No Triple H rant this week. Um, hmm. he's probably watching uh, Marty Janetti tapes. The <laughs> barbershop, <In Jersey. laughs> The barbershop, jobbing, the barbershop. jobbing. <laughs> uh. Um. All right then. So I guess that's it. Hopefully, anyone listening out there, hopefully we were easier to follow for an hour and a half than Raw was for any of the three of us for three hours. Uh, four. Ek- two, oh, what do you got? I, Tell your friends to get with our friends, and we could be friends.
2: iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, five-star, 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 five-star reviews on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher. Tell your friends to get with us.
1: We're Matt Madness. (laughs) Follow on Podbean. Subscribe on iTunes. We'll help the show out a lot. Like I said, if we get any new five-star reviews, I actually made the mistake of not checking to see if there were any new ones. I don't know if either of you did. I didn't see any. If you write a five-star review for us, we will read it on the show. Best wrestling podcast out there right now, Matt Madness. For Ek 2 fly Eric Trembicki. For Mr. Wednesday Night Live, Alo Aaron Lloyd. Hailing out of Helsinki, Finland. I am Ron Paschery, and we will see you next week. This man is big talking day they talking all
0: pop talkin on the top rope by the land with elbow. Got him now. Put him down right now. Hit him with the palm handle. Tuning up the band. Y'all don't understand. Fist a Superman. It's a summer Slam. Here we go again. Fans marking man. Man, I hate my balls. Shut the mission, man. and they safe the land. Off the cell. Fans love it. Ain't hard to tell. Talking madness. Awesome. Well, what I'm cooking, man. Y'all off the smell.